After making a series of these trivial decisions, people were really poor at making the important ones. Why? Decision fatigue. There's a limited amount of decisions that you can make in the day before you run out of glucose, before you run out of juice. That's Dr. Daniel Levitin, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me today as we have neuroscientist Daniel Levitin back on the show to give us some quick solutions to overcome decision fatigue and brain overwhelm. Here's Dr. Daniel Levitin. Enjoy. Thank you. We are living in an age of information overload. In 2011, the average American took in five times as much information as we did in 1986. As you just heard, there are 300 exabytes of information in the world now. That's a 300 with 18 zeros followed by it. Uh, there's been more information generated in the last few years than in all of human history before it. Uh, the five times as much information we take in, in today as opposed to 1986, that's the equivalent of reading 175 newspapers every day from cover to cover. If you went shopping 30 years ago, the average grocery store carried 9,000 products. Today, that same grocery store carries 40,000 products, and yet most of us get all of our shopping needs met in about 150 items, which means that you have to ignore 38,500 items every time you go to the grocery store in order to fill your basket. That's information overload. And maybe you think, well, I can't keep up with anything at work anymore, I can't keep up with my emails, at least I can go home and watch YouTube for an hour and keep up with what's happening there. But you should know that every hour that goes by, there are 6,000 hours of new video uploaded to YouTube, which means that for every hour you watch, you're already 5,999 hours behind. <laughs> so what do we do about it? We multitask. We try to juggle a whole bunch of things at once. But what we've discovered as neuroscientists in the last few years is that multitasking is a myth. It doesn't really exist. The brain just doesn't work that way. You're not actually juggling five or six things at once. Instead, the brain is rapidly shifting from one activity to the next in little five-second increments or so. And as a consequence, you're not really focusing your attention on any one thing. You're fracturing your attention into a bunch of little bits. And what, is this, what does this do to the brain? Well, it leads to decision fatigue, and it leads to the production of cortisol. Cortisol is the stress hormone. It's toxic. You don't want to have that in your bloodstream. It's part of the fight-or-flight reaction. Uh, 
Cortisol leads, among other things, to cloudy thinking. So while you're doing all this multitasking and you think you're really good at it, uh, in fact, you're not. The, uh, the, the feeling that you're good at it comes from the cloudy thinking produced by cortisol. And <laughs> there have been a number of studies that show that people who multitask, well, actually, it's a bunch of unitasking, it's not really multitasking, they think they're getting a lot done, at the end of the day, they've got much less done, and their work is rated as uh, being less creative, and uh, of, of a lower quality. So why is it we think we're so good at it, apart from the cortisol? Well, I'm here to tell you as a neuroscientist that there's one thing the brain is very good at, and that's self-delusion. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that your brain is telling you you're good at it should not be taken as evidence. My colleague Mike Gazaniga says the entire left hemisphere is the great confabulator. It just makes stuff up all the time. So, Take it, take it from me, multitasking doesn't work. A number of studies show this. Uh, it's better to focus in on one thing. Now, I mentioned decision fatigue a moment ago. All these uh, episodes of task switching, of moving from one thing to another, uh, use up nutrients in the brain. There's a structure that uh, my colleagues and I discovered right here in the center of the brain Uh, that acts as a switch whenever you switch from task to task. If you put your finger right on the top of your head, uh, about an inch below is this structure called the insula. I, I don't mean that we discovered the insula, but we discovered that it's what shifts when you're going from one task to another. And it's also what um, is involved when you're making a series of decisions. Um, the reason this is important is that neurons are living cells with a metabolism, They need nutrients in order to function. They primarily run on glucose. Glucose is the fuel of the brain. Every time you make a decision, every time you switch from one task to another, you're burning up a little bit of glucose. And after a morning of task switching or decision making, if you're feeling depleted, it's because you've literally depleted the glucose stores in your brain. And that leads to uh, feelings of fatigue, cloudy thinking, and poor decision making. This idea of decision overload is very real and has now been corroborated by a number of neuroscientific and behavioral studies. So in one series of experiments, people are asked to make a sequence of meaningless, trivial, unimportant decisions, like whether to eat honey nut Cheerios or multigrain Cheerios, whether to use the 2% milk or the 1% milk. Uh, whether to use a tablespoon or a teaspoon, whether to write with a green pen or a purple pen. These are not momentous decisions on which your life hangs in the balance, but after a sequence of those, they are given very important decisions to make, such as, suppose you were just diagnosed with cancer, here are the statistics about radiation therapy versus surgery, which would you choose? Or you've got this amount of money for your retirement, are you going to put it into stocks or bonds? Here are the various rates of return. After making a series of these trivial decisions, people were really poor at making the important ones. Why? Decision fatigue. There's a limited amount of decisions that you can make in the day before you run out of glucose, before you run out of juice. So what the experts recommend is that you move the important decisions up to the beginning of the day, and try to minimize the number of unimportant ones you have to make. One of the big distractors in our life, certainly for people over the age of 20, uh, is email. 
I say over the age of 20 because most people under the age of 20 don't email that much. They see it, they see it as an old people's medium. They're mostly texting. But with email, how many of you feel as though you can't keep up, that it comes in faster than you can deal with it, that there's maybe 100 or 200 unread or undealt with emails in your inbox? The problem with email is that each one comes in and you hear that ping, you've got to make a series of decisions. Do I look at it now or later? Now that I'm looking at it, do I reply to it? Do I forward it to someone else? Do I have to get more information before I can respond? Do I file it somewhere? That was five or six decisions right there. And that's just one email. So you can see that if emails are coming in all morning long, decision fatigue sets in, very hard to stay alert and do your job, or for that matter, enjoy your leisure time. So what experts are recommending is that you shut your email program off for productivity periods to avoid the distraction. Big thanks to Dr. Daniel Levitin for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled, Neuroscientist Daniel Levitin, The Organized Mind. And if you'd like to connect with him, you can go to his website, daniellevitin.com. His Instagram is Official, And his latest book is entitled, This is Your Brain on Music, The Science of a Human Obsession. And if you'd like to check out the last time that we've had him featured on the show, you can go back and check out episode number 487. All right. Everything I just mentioned, along with a link to the entire talk, will be in the show description below. So you can go and check that out. And that is a wrap for me. As always, I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.